Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Welcome to another episode of Study, Grow, Know. The title of today's program is Less Than Eight Years and Counting. And I want to make sure that you all know that there's some links that I'd like you to check out, or at least I've put them there for you at the top of the transcript for this program. But let's get right into it. Agenda 2030 is in the works. What is that? Well, everyone has an opinion, and of course, conservatives who see the agenda as something that grants greatest control to globalists by removing freedoms for individuals and sovereign nations are normally seen as conspiracy theorists. This is happening over and over. That's what we get labeled. Those who support Agenda 2030 simply play the whole thing off as just guidelines to promote a more sustainable world, which of course they support. Now, this, of course, includes the reuse of Earth's resources instead of wasting things. Now, frankly, I don't know many people who ignore the fact that at least some form of conservation and recycling is important. Uh, Obviously, we're not including the people who routinely litter and couldn't care less, but I think the majority of people understand that we should be recycling and conserving our resources. We should be careful how those resources of the Earth are used so that we're not abusing things. However, it's fascinating that the same people behind Agenda 2030 are the same people pushing electric vehicles to replace those that run on fossil fuels. Well, it sounds reasonable, but the problem with this is manifold. And here are just two issues. First, electric vehicles continue to rely on fossil fuels to charge the batteries they use, since batteries only store electricity. They do not create it. An outside source is needed to create electricity. Second, rechargeable batteries are made from resources found throughout the earth, though mainly mined in one country, in Africa. And children, children are the miners. This is exceedingly dangerous work, with most taking their mined goods to market and selling them for the equivalent of about 75 cents. That's 75 cents per day. So those children, some of whom are being injured, some of whom are being killed, are working all day in claustrophobic mines just to be able to carve out a situation where they will earn 75 cents a day so that they can give their family some food. Now, I have a video included in the transcript And it's filled with facts. Uh, These are inconvenient facts that people on the left don't really want to hear. The need for batteries used in vehicles, it's part of the green movement. Yet what it is doing to the earth and the young children who mine in these caves and quarries, someone's making massive amounts of money from child labor. And it's certainly not the children involved. But since it's for a green cause, well, that's overlooked. Forgive my sarcasm here, folks. The other problem with electric vehicles is that the needed infrastructure to support electric vehicles does not currently exist, certainly not as readily as gas stations do. Of course, when you plug an electric vehicle into an electric socket, yes, it charges. But guess what? Fossil fuels are being used to charge it. Most electric plants 
today. Do not rely on solar, wind, or water. There are some that use wind. There are some that use solar. Others use water. By far, water is the most consistent. However, with the way water levels are going throughout the world, it's not the most consistent. But all these things electric plants rely on fossil fuels. And the people behind Agenda 2030 would like us to believe that if we just give up all of our gas-fueled vehicles and quote-unquote upgrade to electric vehicles, the world would be far more sustainable. This is not true at all. And the video that's included in the transcript proves it. But really, is it all simply a ruse, honestly, just to take gas-powered vehicles away and give us nothing in return. Who can afford an electric vehicle today? Fifty to $70,000 or more. So if so, if they just want to take our gas-powered vehicles away, the, audio, the auto industry is going to take a major hit. And who can afford, as I said, electric vehicles? I can't. Now, we've also been hearing a great deal about climate change for years. Is climate change real? Well, many scientists appear to be on board with the whole idea, but there are a large percentage of scientists who are not. Yet these scientists are treated just like the medical doctors who warn about the CV jab. They're censored, silenced, ridiculed, denigrated, and essentially canceled. And this brings up another problem, censorship. Those who support the green movement cannot have people continuing to speak freely. There can be no open or free exchange of ideas in today's growing fascist environment. All those who do not support the accepted narrative, well, they've got to be canceled. This is done by doxing, harassing, shaming, or by simply shadow banning them or suspending and banning them from social media and um, video media places and platforms so that their voices are silenced. And the left cheers at this. However, things are changing on Twitter since Elon Musk bought it and, has, and is going to be making it a private company if everything goes through in the next few months. Now, I've begun noticing my tweets are getting out there somewhat. I'm seeing people I don't normally see, and my follower count is going up instead of routinely down, but I'm still shadow banned. Agenda 2030 officially began in the year 2015. It's now 2022. So we've gotten over seven years into this. You can see how far we've come and what remains to be put into place. Have you read Agenda 2030? I've got links to it included in the transcript, and you can download a PDF version for yourself to go through it at your leisure. It's 41 pages, not real tough reading. There's really no excuse to not read it and understand what's in it. It'll be up to each person to decide if the conspiracy theorists are all wet or if they're actually on to something. Well, maybe closer to home is the subject of the coming social credit grading system. It already exists in China through several versions, but the goal is to have the same system for all of China. Not just, not just one system for one part, another system for another part. They want the whole thing for the entire country. So apparently, Italy is also toying with the idea and is working toward putting things in place there. How does the social credit system work? How are, you, how are you graded? Well, first, it needs tons of surveillance cameras and a very fast Wi-Fi or internet to undergird the system and support it. 
information must be transferred instantly and scores are always upgraded for individuals. Now in China, people who do things the right way, which is of course the state approved way, well, they're rewarded. Those who resist the Chinese government not only don't receive rewards, but they have certain things taken away from them. There's a plethora of things that can be removed from someone who insists on, who insists on trying to enjoy freedoms. Here in the United States, the guarantee that we have freedoms is actually simply guaranteed, not given to us by the Constitution. The Constitution guarantees our freedoms. It doesn't grant them to us. So the left is chipping away at that. Well, could this social system, credit system come to the USA? Many don't believe so because of the Constitution, but they should probably think again. Currently, we have groups on the left who go out of their way to dox, censor, ban people, as I mentioned, from social media networks or from the internet altogether. They don't kowtow to the accepted narrative, so therefore they must be canceled. These people think for themselves, and they like to ask questions, even if they come up with answers that aren't correct. They self-correct later often, but the left doesn't like it anyway and doesn't want to allow it. These types of people who come up against others for their opinions are rewarded under the Chinese system. The left is crying for more and more restrictions and censorship for people. And when they end up getting what they wish for, they'll likely very much regret what they've done because it will begin to negatively impact them. I've also included a 20-minute video about the collapse of our freedoms that helps explain it with the obligatory YouTube ads placed in front of it. I'm rolling my eyes here. I'm sorry about that, but there's nothing I could do about it. Um, you can just kind of mute it while it goes through those ads that it forces you to watch. And you can also change the speed, by the way, to maybe from normal to 1.25 or 1.5. It makes it go by faster. And then you don't have to listen for 20 minutes. You can listen for maybe 10. Well, as readers will note, the individual in the video, if you watch it, talks about how he thinks globalists will be able to create a social credit rating system in the USA. And it'll likely start with offering discounts or free things. Hey, who doesn't want free things? To get people hooked, to draw them in so that they'll comply willingly. And once that gets up and running, it'll segue to a mandatory system without the free things instead of having the option to be involved. The many young people today who want free stuff and expect the government to give them that free stuff or be that free stuff channel will initially take advantage of the system when it's voluntary, but then become part of the mandatory system later. If they tried to simply put a mandatory system in place from the start, there'd be a major pushback. As it stands, even with a voluntary system initially, there will be many, like myself, who will be avoiding participating in it like the plague. Now, the left has no real clue what they're actually attempting to achieve. I think the, the, the people way high up, way behind the shadows, they have a clue. They know what they're trying to achieve. But the average leftist really doesn't, unless they know. Of course, they're trying to destroy America. But they firmly believe that what they are pushing for is wonderful and right, and everybody should be on board with it. It's because it removes free choice and free speech. 
These things are the bulwark and foundation of American exceptionalism. And as I look around, I realize just how many people seem totally unaware of what's coming down the pike. They actually seem truly clueless to me, and it's a shame. But how could any of this happen? Wouldn't globalists have to gain charge of and influence over many of the systems in the USA? Well, consider the fact that over the past few decades, we've seen many corporations come out full-blown woke in their ideology. These are enlightened groups now. Many of the CEOs in these corporations are using their clout to direct their companies to push woke ideologies. Except the fact that many to most of the people illegally gaining entrance into the USA are given many things, including a lot of money, three to $4,000 a month, uh, that homeless veterans and the poor don't receive. And they're also often registered to vote, even though that is illegal for them to do so. Consider the election that recently occurred in France between Macron and Le Pen. Macron, who had a 36% favorable polling going into the election, allegedly won with 56% of the vote against Le Pen. You have to wonder how that happened. How's it possible? Well, the same way Joe Biden came in first. Martin Armstrong comments on what likely happened in France in a couple of articles that I've linked to, and the fact that many French people recognize they've been had and have taken and have been taken advantage of with their votes literally being negated. You know, it's unfortunately clear that the left has been working behind the scenes for decades to amass the amount of power that they've amassed. It didn't come overnight. They've been diligently and steadily working on it. They have legions of their sycophants who bully people into accepting their ideology. Their brown shirts work in tandem with the globalists to achieve what they think is the coming new age of nirvana, euphoria. Now, of course, it will be anything but that, though these folks are just too myopic and blinded through deception to realize that their hatred of God, Christians, and Christianity is what drives them. They hate anything morally tangible that smacks of Christianity. There's so much upheaval happening throughout the world today that it is difficult to focus on just one problem. Society is being overloaded and inundated with shock after shock in order to desensitize us and make us feel that it is hopeless to resist. We're overwhelmed, so just give up. There's just too much going on, so we must leave the decisions to those who really want to control us and have our best interests at heart, right? The consistent, never-ending pressure of problems is designed to create change. Out of order, out of chaos, order, so the saying goes, so that people will feel defeated and they won't want to put up a fight. Globalists know what they are doing. Remember, these folks are empowered by Satan. They have energy, they have money, they have, they have lots of ideas on how to manipulate and control society, and they're doing all those things. They remain behind the curtain directing their forces throughout the world. Now remember, Klaus Schwab said that we will own nothing and be happy. They know most won't embrace that willingly, so it must be forced on us. Just like what's happening now with the leaking of uh, the possibility of Roe v. Wade being overturned and groups of protesters illegally, mind you, illegally protesting outside of uh, Supreme Court justice homes. And they're, they're doing it illegally. 
they are breaking the law and nobody's doing anything about it. And they even have threatened that worse things will happen than just these protests. The reality is, it is not beyond the realm of possibility that there will be some revolutionary resistance in various places of the world. I think law-abiding citizens have just about had enough. And I'm not advocating that. I'm saying that there's a possibility this could happen. People are getting fed up. And while the globalists want to throw off God's chains, Psalm 2, read that psalm, the average person who can see clearly wants to throw off globalists' chains and restrictions. In any case, globalists will remain safely behind the curtain, safely behind the curtain, protected by their security, their wealth, their status. They don't plan to ever put themselves in positions that would allow them to come in contact with the average people, serfs. We are only allowed to be part of their manner if we concede to doing things their way. Yuval Noah Harari, I've mentioned him before, he talks about the idea that the rich will live forever while the average person is going to die. Well, how is the rich going to live forever? Well, they have the money and they have the dreams and they can hire the best scientists. This is the globalist's dream to live forever on this earth through transhumanism. Isn't that interesting? It actually goes back all the way to the Garden of Eden. That's not going to happen. But I believe this is part of the reason why the mRNA vax was pushed and continues to be pushed as it has been for the past few years. It's a huge experiment. It's a huge experiment with people getting lots of adverse reactions and many are dying. And the globalists sit there and they take all this in and they go, well, where do we need to tweak this, make this better so that this doesn't happen? They don't care about us. They just don't want it to happen to them when they get ready to use this stuff on themselves to become transhuman so that they can live forever. They're collecting the results. And the study that was noted originally by Pfizer will continue until January 2023. Everyone who took the jab is part of that study, whether they wanted to be or not. It used to be that people were given the option of participating in a study and any and all of their adverse reactions to any medication administered was treated at the pharmaceutical expense, not the individuals. Now, people are routinely experiencing adverse reactions and in some cases, insurance companies won't even help because actually I should say in most cases they won't even help because the CV jab is listed as experimental. There have been cases of people dying after they received the vax, and the insurance companies refused to pay, stating that the person essentially committed suicide because the effects of the mRNA vax were not known ahead of time, and it was said to be experimental. And by the way, in spite of what the left denies, the jab is still experimental, and it will be experimental until the study is over in January 2023 when it becomes comernity. In a few years, it's going to be 2030. Recently, Klaus Schwab and his WEF, World Economic Forum, entered into an agreement with the UN to accelerate, accelerate Agenda 2030 so that it comes to fruition sooner. All 17 so-called sustainable development goals it's certain things will worsen in society. Well, it's good to know that it's here, it's coming. It's good to know what's happening. It's probably not too good for us to focus on it 
so that we are consumed by it. It's better to tighten our focus on our family, church friends, and those who need Jesus. And uh, they need him and his salvation. And of course, that's done by being and remaining in his word and having that word buried in our hearts and on our lips. Well, thank you so much. I know this may have been kind of a downer, but in the end, it's not. Because the closer we get to all this, the closer we get to the return of our Lord. When he sets up his physical millennial kingdom and he will be righteous ruler over all the earth. I'm looking forward to that day. Are you? Thanks for joining me. And until we meet again, I pray that God will open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 